takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us and be a part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are, as always, free and available on all platforms, and that does now include YouTube. So check us out there to watch, not just listen to the podcast, and subscribe so it's in your inbox every morning. Lots to talk about on today's show. The New York Islanders add two more people to the COVID protocol list. Just when you thought they didn't have any anyone who hadn't gotten it already, we'll talk about both of them and why, even though it's only two players, these two players will affect the team in a big way. We also have our weekly farm report as we discuss all things happening down in Bridgeport and... We also have, of course, uh, our Islanders' birthday today, and this one we'll look back at one of the greatest games in Islanders' history, so make sure you stick around for that as well. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about, feel free to send us an email, the email address Locked on Islanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Isles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during all Islanders home and road games, so make sure you join me for that. I'll give you some instant insight and analysis, and it's always good to interact with fans during the games and really any time at all. Uh, No news yet as to Thursday's game. I know the Devils game Monday was postponed because seven Devils players are in COVID protocols. Now the Flyers, who the Islanders play three times uh, in this 11-game stretch that we talked about on yesterday's show leading up to the All-Star break, they now had a game postponed because of COVID issues in that locker room. So uh, we're still waiting to hear. But as of right now, Thursday's game at the UBS Arena against the Devils is on, and we'll keep you up to date via Twitter as to whether or not it will remain that way. As for the Islanders' COVID news, two people affiliated with the club in COVID protocol on Tuesday, and both of them will have a big effect on the Islanders, and it's unfortunate because, you know, these are two people you don't want to see. The first one is head coach Barry Trotz. Now, Trotz 
just took a leave, went back home, uh, his mother passing away, and uh, he rejoins the team. He is now in the COVID-19 protocol. And then Ryan Pulak, who has not played since November 15th, now in the COVID protocol. Now, okay, you could sit there and say, yeah, what does this really even mean? Uh, You know, the coach doesn't play. And it also, you know, Ryan Pulak still on the injured list, hadn't come back. He was just skating on his own. Here's what it means. First of all, it means that Barry Trotz, if the Islanders play Thursday against the Devils, Barry Trotz will not be behind the bench for the New York Islanders. And, you know, we've talked about continuity, about details, about how this team relies on those aspects of its game to be successful. And missing your head coach and him not being able to be at practice, him not being able to, you know, he's already missed time because he went back home after the passing of his mother. And it's just, you know, another complication for the Islanders. And, you know, Anders Lee, the captain, said uh, Tuesday, there's quite a bit of empathy. Barry is such an empathetic guy himself, always looking after everyone in our organization here, players, coaches, the whole deal. He's a good family man. He's been through a lot lately. And now with co- with the COVID, we wish him the best in the next few days. He's itching to be back with us. And we'll make sure that we take care of business while he's away. So that was the quote from the captain, Anders Lee, discussing the absence of Barry Trotz now as the coach enters the COVID protocols. And then Ryan Pulak. Well, okay, he wasn't going to play Thursday almost certainly anyway. And I understand that maybe if there was a time for him to get it, he won't, you know, won't miss, wasn't going to play anyway. Maybe this is not a bad thing. But here's the problem. What is Ryan Pulak trying to do right now? He's been skating on his own. He's rehabbing that lower body injury. This COVID interlude will delay his return. Yeah, he would have missed Thursday's game anyway, maybe even the next game after that that was scheduled. But you now have to understand that his ability to rehab that lower body injury, to skate, to get to practice, to get back into shape, to even just to practice with his teammates and reintegrate himself into the lineup, get familiar again with whoever the Islanders are going to pair him with on defense, and just to get his stamina up. Look, here's the thing about COVID. Some people get a very mild case. They're asymptomatic or have almost no symptoms, minor symptoms, and some people take a long time to get it out of their system. They're physically weakened by it. And one of the areas that we know COVID affects greatly is the lungs. So getting back into shape, getting the stamina that you need to play 18, 20, 22, in the case of Ryan Pulak, 24, 25 minutes of hockey in a game, this adding him to the COVID protocol is a setback for his ability to get back into the lineup. Now he needs to recover from what he was 
recovering from. You know, uh, there's just another layer of rehabilitation that is necessary for Ryan Pulak. And yeah, the good news is he wasn't going to play Thursday anyway. The bad news is that this is probably going to set him back. I'm estimating somewhere between three and seven days as far as how quickly he's going to uh, you know, be able to get back on track. And as for the uh, running the bench in the absence of Barry Trotz, Lane Lambert was doing that while Trotz was away. And unless I hear otherwise, and I haven't, uh, the assumption is that Lambert will again be behind the bench to run things until Barry Trotz is out of COVID protocol and able to come back. We have got a lot more to talk about on today's show. We've got our weekly farm report as we talk about all things happening in Bridgeport. And on our Islanders' birthday of the day, we look back at one of the most memorable games in Islanders history. All of that still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. And Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, they could be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. Well, not with Built Bar. You want to eat healthy, but it gets so boring. But by the third week, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, Built Bar is covered in 100% chocolate, and most Built Bars contain just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So, uh, look, lots of uh, options here, and there are so many flavors to choose from. You want coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and there are so many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com to see what's new. Go to Built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our weekly farm report as we talk about all things happening down in Bridgeport to the Islanders' top farm club. And I'll tell you, uh, this was a pretty good week for the Bridgeport Islanders. Uh, They had three games, Wednesday, Saturday, and Sunday. The Wednesday game, a 4-3 win over the Providence Bruins, and then they followed that up with a 5-1 win at home Saturday against the Charlotte Checkers, and then a shootout loss on Sunday, also against the Charlotte Checkers. So that means five out of a possible six points for the Islanders, and they are now 2-0-2-1 to start the new year. That is a five-game point streak And that is a new season high. Both Michael Dalcole and Otto Koivula, two names that Islander fans should be very familiar with, they have five-game point streaks right now. And Arno uh, Durando had an assist in all three games. Both wins go to Jakob Skarik, who we talked about last week, and he uh, is playing well. And meanwhile, Corey Schneider... uh, 
also picking up a point in his game. He's now 3-0-2 in his last five contests, and it's good to have Corey Schneider back in the lineup. Wednesday's game, Richard Panique, two points in the third period. He got the game-winning goal with less than two minutes left. It was 2 to nothing, uh, Providence, but then the Islanders come back overcome that 2 nothing deficit and a 3 to 2 deficit and end up with the win 28 saves for Skarrick, Thomas Hickey, Cole Bardrow and Colin Adams each scoring in that one. Then in the a Saturday game against Charlotte, 34 saves for Skarrick and Cole Bardrow two goals, Dal Cole, Koivula and Jeff Kubiak also score. Simon Holmstrom had an assist. He has now played in 100 AHL games. And again, slowly but surely, Holmstrom becoming a more consistent player. Sunday's game went to a shootout, and it actually went eight rounds. But again, the Islanders falling short in this one, 3-2. to two. They were down 2 nothing in the second period. But Dal Cole and Parker Wotherspoon scoring to get the points, 31 saves for Corey Schneider in that one. So now the Islanders moving up to 7th place in the standings. We look at the scoring leaders, Chris Terry, still the leading goal scorer with 11 goals, still has 26 points that leads the team. He's played 29 games, but Otto Koivula, who was red hot, he is only one point behind Terry and Arno Durando, now third on the team with 20 points. And Simon Holmstrom, 16 points. Austin Zarnick, 15. Andy Andreoff, 14. And Kyle McLean with 12. Mitchell Vandelsampel also with 12. And then Michael Dalcole with 11. Uh, Grant Hutton, five goals from the blue line. That's pretty nice, and he has nine points overall. So right now, the Bridgeport Islanders starting to play better and more consistent hockey, and that is something that you really want to see. You take a look at the goaltending right now. Corey Schneider, the 279 goals against average and a 912 save percentage. He's now 3-6-2 and two on the season. Jakob Skarek, 9-8-3 on the year, but a 2-9-4 goals against average and a 9-0-6 save percentage. So, you know, Schneider with slightly better numbers overall than Skarek, except for the one-loss record. And that's sort of uh, an interesting twist, I guess if you put it this way. Looking ahead to this week, only two games on tap for the Bridgeport Islanders, both of them on the road. Tonight, Wednesday, January 12th, they go to Hershey to take on the Hershey Bears. That is a 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time start. And then they're off until Sunday, January 16th, a 3.05 p.m. Eastern time start visiting the Providence Bruins for that Sunday matinee. So that should be uh, a good AHL matchup. Providence and Bridgeport, nice little rivalry there. And, uh, you know, actually the next three games that the Bridgeport Islanders play, 
after the Hershey Bears game on Wednesday will all be against Providence. It'll be Sunday, January 16th at Providence, and then Friday the 21st at Providence, and then Saturday, January 22nd, Providence visits Bridgeport. So uh, a lot of matchups right now with the Providence Bruins, and I know Providence is going to want to try to get a little revenge for that 4-3 comeback victory that Bridgeport had last Wednesday, and hopefully the, the Bridgeport Islanders will be able to take care of business and maintain uh, their advantage over the Providence Bruins. Right now, Bridgeport 7th place in the Atlantic Division of the AHL. They are 12-16-3-4. That gives them 31 points, but again now, points percentage is how it's done. So Bridgeport now ahead of Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, uh, and coming pretty close to the sixth-place Lehigh Valley Phantoms. And hopefully Bridgeport can continue their upward trajectory there. When we come back, we will look back at one of the more memorable games in Islanders history. For our Islanders' birthday of the day, we've got that and more still to come on the Locked on Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product, but Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and they have a low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes bombs, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. So, right now, We know every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in the beard to the other products we use. We promise you, you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code LOCKEDON, one word, that'll get you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Use the code LOCKEDON at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. Yeah, we're a day early on this one because Thursday is the 61st birthday of former Islanders goaltender Kelly Rudy. The native of Edmonton, Alberta, drafted back in 1980 by the Islanders in the second round after a very good junior career with the Medicine Hat Tigers made his Islanders debut in 1983-84 and remained with the Islanders through the late part of the 1988-89 season. Went on to some successful times with the LA Kings and even took the Kings to the Stanley Cup final back in 1993 before closing out his career with two seasons in San Jose. And for Kelly Rudy, 677. NHL games. His career goals against average 3.43 and an 8.93 save percentage. And when you consider he played in the 80s and into the early to mid 90s, that is, you know, those are pretty solid numbers. What game are we going back to that Kelly Rudy was such a difference maker? Well, I'll give you the date April 18th, 1987. 
Game 7, Islanders, Washington Capitals at the old Cap Center in Landover, Maryland. Patrick Division semifinal playoff game. Yes, I'm talking about the Easter epic. And this game, Kelly Rudy put on one of the all-time great shows by a goaltender that you're ever going to see. And I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. You could check it out. But I'll give you the numbers in this one. And that alone will will just, you know, make you go, wow. But watching this game, and I saw it live, uh, most of it anyway. I'll tell you a little bit about that later on. Capitals got on the board first. Mike Gartner, his fourth. Greg Adams and Scott Stevens with the assist with 48 seconds left in the first period. And it's one nothing. Islanders trailing after one. But in the second period... The Isles answer back. Midway through, Pat Flatley, his third, from Steve Conroy and Brian Trottier. That ties the game at 1 at 11.35. But Grant Martin scores with a minute 15 left in the second period for Washington. His first, Greg Adams and Larry Murphy with the assist. After 40 minutes, 2-1 to one in favor of the Capitals. And the Islanders' season is on the line. They had trouble getting things going in the third period. But finally, with just five minutes and 23 seconds left in regulation, Brian Trottier, his fifth from Alan Kerr and Steve Conroy, Islanders tie it 2-2, and we go to overtime. And we go to another overtime. And we go to another overtime. This game went four overtimes. It ended after 1 o'clock in the morning. It started on a Saturday night, and the reason they call it the Easter Epic, it ended around 1.30 a.m. Easter Sunday morning. And Pat LaFontaine, with the famous goal, his fourth of the playoffs, Ken Leiter, Gord Deneen with the assist at 8.47 of the fourth overtime period. And just to give you an idea, uh, just what a grueling game this was. Listen to Kelly Rudy's final statistics in this game. He was on ice for 128 minutes and 32 seconds. That is two complete games and eight and a half minutes more than that. He faced 75 shots from the Washington Capitals and made 73 saves. Bob Mason of Washington, he was their goaltender. He made only, and I'll put that in air quotes, 54 saves after facing 57 shots. Pat LaFontaine ends it. He was the hero. Kelly Rudy unbelievable performance you got to see it now my story I was in college at the time of this game watched the first two periods went out to get something to eat came back and the game was still on and it was in overtime and I ended up watching all of the overtime from that point riveted to my TV set and uh, it was just a magic game you held your breath 
every time the puck went in and out of, of the zone. The players were beyond the point of exhaustion by the time he got to the third and fourth overtime. And I'll tell you, if ever you want to watch a game that's dramatic and shows you the, the mental and physical toughness of hockey players, the Easter epic is about as good as it gets. Season on the line, winner take all, loser go home. Great, great hockey game. And probably, I would say, the most memorable hockey game the Islanders played after the dynasty years. So, again, the Easter epic, just a magic moment for the New York Islanders and for goaltender Kelly Rudy. Kelly Rudy, one day early, his birthday is Thursday his 61st birthday, but we wish him a very happy and healthy birthday. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Hopefully, hopefully, we are back tomorrow with a full preview of a game. Yes, the Islanders hopefully returning to action on Thursday to host the New Jersey Devils. We'll keep you up to date on Twitter if we hear anything at all, but... Uh, we will have a full preview of that game tomorrow. We'll have that and a whole lot more. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Stay warm, everyone. It's cold out there. Have a great day, stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders!